Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, we're going to talk everything New Year's resolutions. So without further ado, let's get into it. So the title kind of gives it away, what if New Year's wasn't a thing? And I started thinking about a different way that I could approach this because at this time of year, you know, at the end of the last year, in the beginning of the year, everybody's talking about New Year's resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Um, And I kind of wanted to take a different approach to it and maybe change the perspective of New Year's for a lot of people. And I was in the shower one day and I started thinking about, wouldn't it be weird, like, if New Year's didn't exist, if there was no ending to the year, if there was no, quote-unquote, restart of the year, and people didn't have, like, this excuse to wait for the beginning of the new year to start fresh, and it's one of those things that brings up a lot of questions. Like, for example, one of the big questions that I, when thinking about this episode was, How would you ever make changes in your life? Like for the person that makes changes at the beginning of the year or tries to make changes at the beginning of the year or seeks out new goals at the beginning of the year, what if there was no New Year's, what would you do? Would you never try to change your life? Would you never try to set new goals for yourself or um, new resolutions as it were? I think that's something to really, um, as I've noticed me... As I've noticed how I uh, perceive things, I noticed that I stopped thinking about months, weeks, years um, in the traditional sense of how it how it coincides with holidays and um, New Year's and things like that. Because if I started if I started thinking like that, then I stopped growing or I stopped pursuing growth or new goals and. One of the things that I'm learning now is that these things don't exist to me. These time frames don't exist to me. And it helps me to it helps me to stay focused. It helps me to not get lost in all the hype of other things. Like a lot of people towards the end of the year, like Thanksgiving and on, people stop giving a shit about their diet, their health, uh, working out. People stop focusing on business. And for me, it's like, I almost like that a lot of people do, don't do that because the end of the year is where I like amp it up because I know people are stopping. I know people aren't going to do anything at the end of the year. So I'm just like, oh shit, this is my time to get ahead. Um, this is my time to kill it while other people are, are focusing on other things. And I'm not saying that you have to ignore family and you have to ignore that family time or the get togethers and what the holidays mean to you. Not at all. Enjoy your time. Enjoy taking those breaks and being able to um, recharge and all those things that are great about the holidays. I'm not I'm not trying to um, belittle anybody or judge anybody who takes that time. It's if that's where you're at, that's cool. And I say go for it. Everybody needs that time to recharge. But for me, I always think about. I first started noticing this like when I stopped working and I started working from home and I started working. I quit my nine to five or I quit my day job and I started working straight from home. I started realizing how 
I, um, how I used to dissect the day and the week, you know, everybody always has this idea of, Oh, thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. And for me, what I love about it is like, I don't have those days. I don't have a thank God it's Friday. I don't have a Wednesday hump day. I don't have a Sunday. Fuck. Now I got to get back to work tomorrow day. For me, it's what do I need to get done in that day? Or what do I need to get done? And then that's it. That's like the end of it. If it happens to land on a Sunday, fine. If it lands on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, it doesn't matter to me. Days don't matter to me. It's not a, oh, it's Sunday. Tomorrow I have to get back on the grind. Tomorrow I have to wake up early again. Um, I've been partying all weekend. I've been chilling all weekend. I don't have those weird off days. And so I started thinking about, well, that's interesting that the days of the week stopped having an impact on what I do. How far else could I take this? I mean, you see people that you see people that justify how they um, how they seek out goals or how they how they are not making moves. You see them how they justify it. Oh well, it's Thursday. I'll start Friday. Or oh, you know, it's getting towards the end of the month. Like I'll just start at the beginning of the month and. Of course, the famous after the holidays, you know, when the new year starts is when I'll get back on track. And I think it's a it's a slippery slope for a lot of people because there are some people that can take the time, um, take a couple weeks off, you know, whatever, and then be back on it and be ready to roll. There's, But I'd say for the mass majority of us, myself included, you know, uh, a couple years ago, I was the same same way. I always thought, oh, well, after the holidays, then then I'll I'll get back on the horse. And it's so dangerous because you get to that point of, oh, this is nice. This is comfortable. I don't have to pay attention to what I'm eating. I don't really have to work out. I got all this family stuff going on. Um, I was really proud of myself this year, uh, just to pat myself on the back a little bit. But I didn't take much time off. I worked out still regularly six days a week like I normally did five six days a week um and I didn't eat like shit this year normally towards the end of the year you got you got pies you got rice krispie treats um you got all the holiday treats that come out and it was hard for me not to indulge but I actually stayed on it I stayed on track and I, I stayed focused this year so I felt really good about this year okay so now that I've kind of ranted a little bit about um the new year's resolution things and the, and the end of the year stuff and, and narrowing yourself down or bogging yourself down to a timeline or some sort of arbitrary time set for whatever you're trying to accomplish. I kind of want to, as I learn different things, as I, as I grow, I want to, um, I want to express that growth onto you guys. I want to be able to add this value to you. Hopefully it gives you something. Hopefully you can take it home and um, really put it into practice. So I figured I'd give a couple of tips that I've been learning, some of the things I've been trying, because I think the great part about this podcast for me is that I try a lot of things and then, you know, the things that don't work, I tell you about. The things that do work, I tell you about. So... um, I think it's a it's an all around great experience for you, or it's it's great value for you. Hopefully, that you can take uh, one or two nuggets from the show. 
So the first one that I wanted to, to touch on that I found out, and it's something that I still struggle with, something that I still have to constantly remind myself of, is that you are infallible. I know it hits a lot of people in the ego. It hits a lot of people with the pride. Um, but when you're starting resolutions, when you're starting new goals, when you're starting new ventures, whatever it looks like for you, whatever you want to title it as, um, whenever you want to start it, whether it be the end of the week and the middle of the week, like I start shit on Tuesday on purpose just because I'm like, I'm not going to start on Monday. I'm going to start now. Um, but with whatever way you want to do it and it's fine, I'm not judging, uh, how you want to start it as long as you're starting something. But when you start this goal, realize something very important. You are infallible to, to, um, to success. You're not going to get it right, right out the gate. You're learning something new. Just think of it, you know, I forget who it was, but it was a man, he was, he was giving a talk and he was saying like, when we first, when we were young and we first started learning how to walk, when you, when you fell the first five times, did you say, oh, I guess walking isn't for me and you stopped. And as you get older, people don't really understand that because they get a little more intellectually sound and they understand like that they're failing at something and then they can, you know, beat themselves up about it. Whereas you're, when you're a baby, it doesn't, it doesn't compute. It's just, this is what I need to do. This is what I'm going to do. Um, a great example of this is I started the new year, January one, I started journaling again because I understand, I understand the immense value that it brings to me. It's just such a, it's such a game changer for me. And it's one of those things where you don't really see it manifest like, like visually, like for me, like, for example, I'm also, you know, I'm really starting to get in to be healthier and I want to live healthier, uh, not only for me, but you know, for my kids and just live a long, healthier, just live a better life. And with working out and stuff, like you see the physical manifestations of that. It it every time you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, oh, okay, you know, this these push-ups or these uh, exercises are actually starting to work. I can see something. And for me, journaling has a very it had a very subtle um, benefit for me that I wasn't really picking up on or maybe I wasn't focusing on. Maybe I wasn't ready to receive that. But long story short, um, I started journaling and I was doing it for like three. I did for like three days and like on the fourth day I missed or the third day I missed. And the very next night, because I journal at night before I go to bed, the very next night I journaled. And I beat myself up a little bit. I was like, oh, I feel different. I feel weird that I didn't journal. Like, I fucked up. I got to start all over again. And the thing was, is just like accepting that this is a new habit that I'm trying to build. This is a new goal that I'm trying to reach. And I need to be okay with falling on my ass every once in a while. And once I did that, it was the next day I go, I, uh, I started journaling the next night I journaled and I've kept it up and it felt good about letting myself fail, understanding that I'm in, understanding that I am infallible and that I'm going to fail, but not let that deter me from reaching that goal of, of building that journaling habit. Because again, I think it's, I think it's 
so huge. It's helped me a lot. The second little tip that I have, um, and I've talked about this on previous episodes too, because I still think, I still think this is important, and I'm going to probably hammer this home a lot, is understanding your why. Now, a lot of people, they generically be like, oh, understand your why and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's like a very spammy, quotable thing. Understand your why, understand your why. But I think people don't understand how to understand your why. Because it's very easy to be like, um, it's very easy to be, I, I want to stand, I want to start my own business because I want to make millions of dollars. I want to have Lamborghinis and private jets and, um, I just want to have lots of money and never have to worry about money again. So that is a why. That is a why. Um, it's not your why, though. People think that that's what's going to, to, to push you when times get rough or when times get tough and you're stressing out because of deadlines, and you're stressing out because of product and things not being received well and all these other things that come up with, with starting a business, owning a business, and just being in that entrepreneurial space. You have to go deeper than that. There's, I think it's a book that it's seven, it's called seven layers deep and you go in and you say, okay, I want to make a million dollars because, or I want to make millions of dollars because I want Lamborghinis and private jets and, um, I want to eat at the best restaurants. I want to travel all the time. Okay. That's level one. Now go deeper. Ask yourself, okay, well, why do I want Lamborghinis and private private jets and traveling all the time? Okay. This is why. And then you ask again. And as you get deeper and deeper into your understanding of why this is such a big goal for you and why this is such a big deal for you, then you really get down to, to the meat and potatoes of why you want to do this, why it's so important to you. And once you can focus on that, everything else is easy. If you can keep that in your head and always tell yourself that, hey, this is what I want. This is my this is my true why. It'll be it'll become a lot clearer and the focus of it and the drive towards that goal is going to be a lot lot clearer. Number 3, I think this one is really really big. A lot of people start New Year's resolutions. What are, what's like the main resolution that everybody starts? I bet you all think about it right now. Fitness, right? Everybody wants to go to the gym more. Everybody wants to go. It's something crazy, but the gym memberships spike every year, uh, January 1st. Every fucking year, gym memberships spike because everybody wants to get healthy. Why? Because it's something that you see every day in your life. You literally look in the mirror and you can see where you're failing um, as far as your health. It's You can't avoid it. You notice your pants getting a little tighter. You're starting to go up in sizes. You have to, you know... It's one of those things that you just can't avoid, that people can pretend about other things, but you can't pretend about your health and your fitness. When they go every year and they're trying to explore, oh, I want to get healthy, I want to get healthy, oh, this year I'm going to get healthy, oh, this year I'm going to try this diet or this diet, my encouragement to you is explore different things. Explore things that really... um, intrigue you because the things that you might not think about, like there's some people that are like, Oh, I want to 
pick up the guitar again, or I want to start learning guitar, or I want to learn a musical instrument, or um, I'm really interested in science or photography, traveling, whatever it is, if you explore something different that really interests you and not just be like, oh, I, I just want to get healthy because everybody else is getting healthy and I know that I look like shit and I feel like shit, so I'm just going to, I just want to get healthy. Exploring different things and start winning in other aspects of your life. And who knows? I think if a lot of people took out the normal resolutions of the new year and focused on different things, you could find a, a different passion. You could find something that really makes you happy that you've never thought it would happen. Um, and using this New Year's resolution time to explore it, it, it could be a great thing. So I encourage you, explore different things. And last but not least, I would encourage challenging yourself. Everybody can always do something that is easy to them. There's things that are easy. They come natural to people. Some people are naturally gifted at uh, sports or music or um, intellectual things like reading or because there's, you know, like, for example, think about people that read all the time. Oh, I read. 40 books. I read 48 books this year, this past year. This year, I want to read 52. Like, are you really pushing the envelope with anything with that? Are you really trying to to grow? I mean, you're really just raising a quota that you've already set for yourself. Now, don't get me wrong. Improving and going better and better, I, I couldn't support more. Um, for me personally, like with my business, I want to triple my business to this year. So I have big things that I want to do. But when you think about your New Year's resolutions, what I think would be not only beneficial, but um, empowering is taking something that maybe you do and then take it to a point where it actually is a challenge. Take it to a point where you're having to push yourself and you're really having to put in work because the things that you really put that work in, the reward on the back end is a lot larger than if you moderately increase whatever you're doing. For me, you know, I don't want it to be something as simple. That's what the rest of the year is for. Little things, little, little moderate increases or that's what the year is for. But when you're setting like New Year's resolutions, set something that puts you out of your comfort zone, set something that forces you to grow. And as you, as you force yourself to grow, all those other little things that you want are going to come right along with it. I promise you. Well, guys, those are my little, uh, little perspective twists on a new year's resolution. I hope you guys got something out of this. I really want to thank you guys again. I, I mean, I just feel like it's such a blessing. It's such a, I'm so grateful that I'm able to share my story with you guys and I'm, sh I'm able to share my experiences, my wins, my losses, and, um, just putting that out there and knowing that maybe one day someone's going to listen to it. Someone's going to pick this up, try something new, challenge themselves and, and live their best life. To me, like that could be, that's the best reward. Um, if you guys think of somebody and you know somebody in your life that could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Let them experience it. Uh, let them try and pick a few nuggets out of these episodes and so they can live their best life too. Make sure you guys subscribe to 
the podcast. Make sure uh, if you haven't already, please leave a review. That would be great. And like I said, and like I said, if you know anybody who could benefit from it, please share with them. Thank you guys, and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.